Atheist Nomads, episode 434. Changes are coming. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs. Please be advised. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin, and joining me is Lauren. Hello! Alright, so, we're going to talk about some changes that are coming up to the show, and why. Yeah. I expected you to say winter is coming. <laughs> you can't say blank is coming without thinking of Game of Thrones now. <laughs> so, a couple of weeks ago, it dawned on me that the 10th anniversary of the show's launch is coming up in May of next year. Pew, pew, pew. That's pretty soon. That's pretty soon and an amazing milestone. Yeah. Which then had me thinking through, well, is it time to end it and move on to something else or make big cha- make some big changes to make it more interesting again? We've had this discussion a couple of times and it yeah. comes up every once in a while. Uh, podcasting burnout is a real thing. Um, I mean, just look at how many short podcasts there are. Yeah. Well, and, and when you consider, yeah, I've missed, okay, the first two years it was one every other week, and then for the last eight, it's been <laughs> one every week, and I think I've missed maybe four weeks in that time span. It's, yeah. No, his dedication to this show is is nigh uh, impossible standard to live up to. Yep. So, one of the things that, that I was definitely thinking about, though, is with doing all this work on automating some of the production stuff, that's been awesome and fun and a nice little creative outlet. I like to call it nerdcore. He's going nerdcore, guys. <laughs> and then one of the things that clicked is, okay, at the point that I'm basically automating most of the pre-production, like, that's the stuff that goes into the show notes. That's a bad sign <laughs> when you start automating that. <laughs> it does show a certain lack of uh, creative influence when it's basically just a formula that you follow every week. Uh-huh. Which you know is stable and there's some comfort in that, but it's also a particularly uh draining kind of formula. Yeah. Simply because the topic that we that you've chosen for the show. Uh-huh. All right, so we basically the idea now that I do actually plan on doing this time because right, here comes the pitch. I know I brought it up back in 2019 after Aaron left the show, and then COVID and some of Lauren's health issues all hit, and it never happened. No, we're going to blame it all on COVID. And also trying to start schisms, and then that failing. Also, (laughs) I'm going to blame that on COVID. uh, And didn't fail. You just didn't get it going. Yeah. So the plan now is... Oh, So with that, I, I ended up just sticking with what was familiar and easy and at the point that it's familiar and easy enough to be able to automate most of it yeah it's time to shake things up okay that's most that, that's like most podcaster goals right there <laughs> not for me <laughs> but not for you that's 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 true all right so i've also taken into consideration some of the other things you know we've got a kid lauren's hypersomnia which means some nights are okay and some aren't yeah it's a it's a real i would say flip of the coin but i don't think the odds are even that good and then there's a major change in the ehr and lis at work 
coming up in a few months. Those are letters. If you don't know what those are, you don't work in healthcare. That's a health information system and laboratory information system. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff coming on with that. So pretty busy with work, and that's just going to get crazier and more stressful adding to it. And that is definitely makes it harder to ensure that producing timely content isn't an added source of stress. Like news. Yeah. You don't want to be rehashing news from three weeks ago. Right. So, Or yeah. even half a week ago. Well... Recording Sunday and releasing on Thursday. Some break. Yes, but recording on a Sunday and releasing on Thursday every week. You're always talking about the previous week's news. Uh, And I've also been thinking about whether or not it's even a good thing that we're covering the news stories that we do. Yeah, I was just thinking about just you know, it's just a lot of negative. It is, and to spend so much time and energy digging through the news for negative things to talk about things that make you angry things that make you frustrated that is that is that good for you as the podcaster is that good for our listeners it's it's always good to like be aware and to know about the stuff that's happening but you know it's kind of masturbatory but in a bad way yeah it's it's one of those sadistic oh there we go there's too much pleasure in masturbation for that to for that metaphor to work. <laughs> now, some people do take pleasure in pain, but yeah, and we're not judging if if that is you. Um, but there's the the whole issue of yeah, too much news with all of the crazy right wing bullshit going on right now. I do think is dangerous or not dangerous, unhealthy. Yeah, you could have said that the whole Trump administration too. And some podcasters it's been like this did. for a long time. Yeah, and it's not getting better. No, I it was supposed to go back to normal, and it didn't. It got crazier. Yeah, the crazy stuck when it wasn't supposed to. And um, it, it, it's I'm taking that as a personal attack on me. When I feel personally offended. When you cut the head off the hydra, two will grow back in its place. Tail hydra. Sorry, it's reflex. Uh, and and there's. There was the the thought, like okay, when when I when we first started, I think the main thought was I was twenty eight. I'd been an atheist for less than five years. You were still a baby. You still had the young passion, the anger. The I had some rage to work out. Yeah, and I, I did that. Pot, I, and I think people who are new to atheism need to hear that. Yes, I I did work out the rage. Many years ago. And for new atheists, they could always go back and listen to those episodes. <laughs> the, in fact, the disclaimer at the beginning is mostly from the rage period. The cursing part? Yes. Yeah, we don't get nearly enough cursing or hoo-hahs in this show. Uh, but it's so much fun to hear. And there was a little bit of time where I, nef- I definitely thought that we were providing a, a necessary counterweight in the, the cultural battle, the culture war against the baddies. We are. Because we still get emails thanking us from certain people who are just like, they need to hear that from somebody outside of, outside of their own head. Mm-hmm. They need to hear it from something. But I can't help but wonder if really all we're doing is signal boosting the baddies. 
Uh, I'm not so sure about that, but I see why that would be a concern. And I can see why people who are more comfortable in their atheism, who have been atheists for a while, who have maybe even listened to the show for a while, might think that. It's like, dude, you're just giving the new, you're just putting them more into the news more. I know there are some figures, crazy figures on the right, who have gotten some of their notoriety by being talked about on atheist podcasts. Not ours, specifically, but... In general. Scathing atheists I know in particular has made one or two of them more relevant in with their fans. Well, made the baddies more relevant with the people who would be the fans of the baddie. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Not that it isn't it's a great show still. Yes. Still great. And if you want to hear people angry talking about the latest news, um, they are still doing that. Yeah. After nine years. Uh, and there's some, and there's the issue of the continued polarization that is tearing apart our society. I do firmly believe that is something that is being manufactured and almost completely done by the right and Russia. Uh, but the left is definitely doing its part. And even though I don't think we're necessarily I, I doing I contributed that, to it just last week <laughs> on my own Facebook page. I want to so. minimize how much I'm contributing to yeah. it. And there's also a bit where when it comes to the news at this point, there's probably only one story a month, if even, where I'm actually saying anything new in response to it. Yeah. Where it's not something I've said two, three, four, or a hundred times before. Yeah. There's always the the preacher selling snake oil. There's always the homo or transphobic remarks from a senator or house of representative. There's always... Catholic priests raping Catholic, babies. Or children, but yeah. I, it's just, it's the same old, same old. Orthodox priests drowning babies and Catholic priests fucking them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> there have been multiples Action. of Jesus those. Jesus, fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, it's insane. And I need the content to be a creative outlet again. So not, it doesn't just feel like work? Not a job where I make sure I get content out every week. Okay. Fair enough. So what will the show be now? Each episode will be a single topic. There we go. Well, like dusting off the degree topic or? There'll be some variation here. Okay. Um, obviously, with it being one topic, it will usually be shorter. 20 or 30 minutes. There will, of course, be exceptions. Uh, in, in the last couple of years, the show has, over the, the course of the length of the show, the length has varied greatly from 35 minutes to two and a half hours in length. Yeah, well, it depends on how well Lauren's feeling. Is there an interview involved? Uh-huh. Do you nerd out during the interview? Because those always go long. Okay, with Aaron, there was a lot of talking <laughs> after the interview for the nerding out. Oh, okay. That's just from my perspective. Yes. Laying in bed waiting for my dear betrothed husband to come to me. That was the 45 minutes after no, hitting the stop. still talking to Aaron. <laughs> Jeez. So some of the episodes will be, probably two a month, will be a Dustin Off the Degree style whole episode. Because I, I, I love the history stuff, especially when I'm there to ask questions about it. Yeah. And those are always the best. Um, two, the two to three times a month, it, it'll be one of those. Some will be discussions of big stories that are in the news. 
Yeah. So something really big happens, we'll talk about it. That one will be more timely and bump whatever was otherwise going to be that week. Yeah. Uh, if it Also, if it really makes me mad, it might get covered. Those aren't common. Yeah. They, sometimes it, all it takes is just a single detail, though. Yeah. Uh, some of the discussions will be looking at concerning trends in the news. I'm still going to be reading almost all the same sources for news. I'll be seeing what's going on. I will still be tracking some of it. And if I start seeing something come up a bunch, we'll talk about it and be done with it. So the anti-mask and anti-vax and religious exemptions and all of that stuff, e each of those could get an episode. Instead of just being talked about once a week. Instead of we have to talk about it every week. Instead of showing up in five out of six episodes. Yeah. Just once, and then it's then Which it's should done. be a relief for the listeners. <laughs> yes. <I> mean <laughs> Less repetitious that way. Uh, some will be discussions of random topics of interest to atheists, humanists, and skeptics. If it's not interesting to you, since it's just one topic, you can just hit stop or move on to the next show in your queue and come back next week when it's something different. Yeah, you don't have to listen through that particular subject to get to whatever you think might be interesting in the next 10 minutes. Um, we don't want people to skip, so send us ideas for interesting topics. I, am, I would also like to be free to push, push out the boundaries a little bit. Okay. Uh, I, the goal, of course, would still be for all of our listeners to listen to all of the episodes. <laughs> well, that's the goal. That's kind of the point of the show. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there will, of course, be interviews. Uh, my, my goal is going to have, is going to be one interview a month. Um, some of these different categories will overlap where... There will be times that I will find a trend in the news and reach out to somebody who is actually like professionally dealing with that issue and interview that person about it. Yeah. Instead of pundit talking from your armchair. Yeah. That'll be nice. Literally. Uh, this will also improve the quality of these topics um, inherently as I will have more time to focus on that particular topic and more motivation to focus on it, as it will be the entire episode. Yeah. If I don't prepare adequately for it, the whole episode will flop. <laughs> and it'll be a short episode that week, and we'll talk to you again next week. <laughs> or sometimes I will just skip that week and put something out when it's ready. That's if I, a big deal for you. If I can't get it ready... My, my goal will be to not half-ass an episode to get it out on time. Okay. I want to full-ass every episode. <laughs> Smack that ass. Uh, the news topics will also be higher quality as it will be bigger stories or a trend involving multiple stories of the same type. And I will be able to put more time into uh, preparing and digging into that um there's also just an aspect with if we cut the target length of the show in half that will also cut my editing time in half which means it will cut production time literally in half which means i can move that savings on production time to pre-production time 
to make the production better. Yeah, don't don't think for a second that he's trying to spend more time with his family. That's not the goal here. No, not at all. No. God, no. <laughs> I mean, wow. No. Um, but better quality pre-production is uh, makes for a better show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives me more time to just sit here and crochet. Yeah. Because apparently I'm just a nut for crochet. Apparently. Especially unicorns. <laughs> all right. So that's the plan. Um, there will still be a feedback segment at the end of each episode. And we will still be begging feedback. for feedback because we want Absolutely. to know what are you interested in? Uh, did we say something in particular that you liked or didn't like? Do you like the direction? Do you hate the direction? We need all of that because we don't, we, we don't know what we're doing. No way we do, but, um, you know, we want to be guided by, by your interests, the listener. Yeah. We also have a newsletter. If you like getting the podcast in your email, um, I'm we, sorry, that just sounds so old school. We actually had two newsletters. We have a Yahoo form. <laughs> I I was right around the time, actually, in January of 2020, I started working on moving the newsletter from one service to another, and then I never figured out how to get the new one to actually work. But I had updated the sign-up form on the website. And then... Did you get any sign-ups? 2020 happened. And yes, people signed up and then didn't get anything. Oh. And so if you're one of those 20 people, you are now getting the newsletter, I believe. Which, it's just a copy of the show notes and link to download the episode. But yeah. Still, that's nice. I am... That was embarrassing to discover that. So embarrassing. It's almost about almost as embarrassing as discovering that our vehicle registration was overdue by a year, or was it like on this? Not as bad. <laughs> it was you about know, a, about on par. Yeah, things just get they get lost in the shuffle. You know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. You got it. Got it. How's yep. It going? Yep. Uh, we got. We have feedback. Uh, first one is from YouTube from Zay. Ziad, uh, this is in response to last week's episode, The okay. Nigerian Prince. <laughs> Congratulating an atheist, proving the existence of Allah to an atheist. Uh, sorry, nope, not going to bother. That is spam. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be, yeah. <laughs> it's YouTube. Uh, oh, speaking of spam, on the, the comments on the website. Was it from Nigeria? Which are... <laughs> The the spam filter is working highly effectively at blocking spam, but I still look at the spam queue periodically to make sure it's not being overzealous. Yeah. And in the last, like, three months, all except for one spam comment has been for bogus sites with Gmail addresses, like random characters at gmail.com, trying to sell hydroxychloroquine <laughs> well hundreds of spam comments trying to sell hydroxychloroquine I, and it just blows my mind because i'm like this can't possibly work why is somebody wasting their time money energy doing these stupid spam people who are gullible enough to want to buy and use hydroxychloroquine right now are more than willing to buy it from a gmail spam account yeah yes all right more power to them. All right. For a serious comment that we got. Uh, Did we get any? Also in regards to last week's episode from okay. Keith. 
our Keith. Zambian listener. Yeah, yeah. Hi there. Thank you for another great installment of your podcast. I have been intrigued by TB Joshua for some time, along with his fellow practitioners of the prosperity miracle working gospel. Joshua's rise, uh, though, has been astronomical. With presidents and celebrities visiting his church, he was also in the habit of making certain spectacular predictions, including one where he claimed the coronavirus would be defeated by getting oneself soaked in the rain. He predicted Hillary Clinton winning the U.S. election as well. His handlers are quick to rationalize each time his prediction does not come to pass. The question that is always begged an answer is what really makes these people attract such a huge following. We have in Zambia, for example, Alice Labusha Lamentsania, who in 1964 fought running battles with authorities resulting in the deaths of thousands. People were willing to die for a semi-literate woman. Why do rational people follow these charlatans and often parting way with their hard-earned money? To this day, Joshua is still revered, and even his death is now showed in some sort of saintly cloth. His followers have gone to great length to add mystic to his death. That's the universal question. I mean, why? We don't know why. But it's, it's something innately human because it happens to the, the best of us. And, and it's always happened. If you, if you look through history, it happens over and over again. Uh, it seems to be more of a modern thing. Uh, We're seeing a modern incarnation. Where there's been su- sufficient communication and travel for the message to reach people. And I think it's important to remember that we are all basically monkeys in clothes. We aren't as intelligent and evolved as we think we are. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think of myself as a highly reasonable, logical person, but I know that I, I'm... It's a slippery slope, man. I, I'm... Anybody is one step away from falling for a charismatic yeah. somebody who's selling the right product. You know, the, the advancement, the incredible advancement in what humans are capable of doing has been societal advancements. In a lot of ways, an individual person is no more capable than an individual ant is when the colony can build some of the most elaborate and efficient structures possible. We can't think we're so great because we are, but we also are because we're in societies that are doing great. And even the poorest and most impoverished and corrupt countries, the quality of life of the people in that country is still way better than it was 200 years ago in almost every case. North Korea would be a prime example of probably being worse off than they were 200 years ago. Uh, I don't know. Do they have cell phones with cat videos on them? <laughs> and does that make it better or worse? Meow. And we, Chairman Meow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and we've, we've been able to see time and time again the ability for cults and the cults of personality and populist movements to be able to attract people who feel powerless, angry, disenfranchised, or who are literally hungry and can convince them to do almost anything. Yeah. Look at the any revolution that happened. The very idea of having an electable leader is based completely on how charismatic is that leader. Uh-huh. Just because it's legitimized by our current society 
doesn't mean it's any different. Well, the charisma of the leader to get elected is that's actually a relatively recent occurrence uh, with the start of radio. Well, there, no, because before that, the written word was, I mean, how well of a writer y- yes. determined whether, I mean, I, that, w- that was a huge just thing. In, if we're just speaking in U.S. histories, which is all that I know of. But but in, in U.S. history, the there was a, a major shift in political leaders uh, with the advent of radio when... And more so a TV. And then TV totally changed it, where you had to be good-looking, too, where appearance, at least appearing healthy... Well, and now with the internet, that doesn't matter because anybody deep can... fake it. Anybody can do deep fakes or publish whatever they want. Like shirtless on horseback. <laughs> and... and so TB Joshua he he found he found people who had a need that he could exploit and did it really really well. Lynchina did the same thing. 1964 in Zambia was that was the end of the colonial period. That was a really rough unstable time. She found a need in people you know the horrors of colonialism and she capitalized on those. She was able to use those. Putin has done the same thing in Russia. Donald Trump did the same thing with the right in the U.S. And it sucks. I don't know if it sucks. It's just the way it is. You know, human nature sucks. Yeah. It, but it is but it, what it is. Which is why it's so important to try and use stuff like reason and logic and skepticism to try and rise above it. Now, I say that as a person who, for example, is willing to lose friendships over the vaccine. <laughs> argument some would argue that that's the same kind of die hard mm-hmm. not willing to look at the other side as an equal kind of uh fanaticism that we are judging i just happen to think i'm right and they're wrong um y- your your point of view didn't put someone in the hospital okay yes like i said i feel like i'm right and they're wrong but um it's from from an opposite from somebody with a different point of view that that fanaticism still leaves a bad taste in their mouths. Mm-hmm. Nobody's immune to it. It's just what do you choose to be fanatic about? And you have to you have to have passion. Uh, otherwise, you just run into the same old droll routine until you finally can't take it anymore and kill yourself, which unfortunately happens to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as uh, Joshua's prophecies. Um, I had been planning on covering those, but went long. And in the new format, those would not have. Uh, would oh not yeah, have gone we past don't need those. to go over his pat. Believe me, I I've learned enough about this guy to last me a life. <laughs> I do not need to know any more about this guy. Uh, he is fascinating. Yeah, TB Joshua's. Yeah, in a roadside collision sort of way, like a rubbernecking situation. The fact that. That much influence in what can and can still be felt in the modern world is just like wow, Ugh. yeah. And uh, on release for the normies and uh, for patrons, um, you should be getting this well before. And by well, I mean a day or so before Thanksgiving. Um, it is time to do some thank yous. Ah, let's get grateful, y'all. <laughs> Lauren, thank you for doing your best at Aww. making it on the show whenever you can and uh, always making recording easier 
and more enjoyable and always raising the quality of the show when you when you're up for it i know i'm so awesome dustin thank you for being awesome and producing a podcast that speaks to people and we need to thank our patrons definitely thanking the patrons for making it at all possible i will i would have left him over this a long time ago if it wasn't for the patrons (laughs) (laughs) daryl henry arthur big easy blasphemy danielle pat samuel sojo beatrice brad erica eric freethinker 215 levi richard steve the flying skeptic uh balas Chuck, Alan, Alexandra, Kristen uh, or Blasphemer, Janice, Jim, John, Kim, Leah, Mark, Nathan, Paul, Sam, and Stephen. I'm sorry, this started, it sounded like you were listing enough Bible. <laughs> Bible names there for a minute. I was just like, God, we could write our own book. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for everything. Thank you all. Uh, a big shout out though goes to oh let's take off that filter. Daryl and Danielle have both passed a particular particular lifetime threshold. Really? Aww. Having both given more than a thousand dollars. Wow. Wow, you guys. That's epic. Yeah. Thank you so much. Aw. You make me cry. <laughs> Can you find out who the longest? Longest current. Continuous. Longest current patron is the Flying Skeptic. All right. Shout out to the Flying Skeptic. Since July 28, 2014. Oh, my God. Gosh, way to be in it for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That really puts it in perspective. Thank you. And to all of our listeners also, uh, thank you for downloading. Yeah. Uh, the... Not every download adds money to the bank account, but every download gives me the encouragement to keep going. Aww. So, everybody, have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're able to safely spend time with your families. And for those of you outside of the uh, United States, I hope you have a safe and uh, happy week. Yeah. And remember, not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.